hello and welcome back to Global Value. In today's video, we're performing a fundamental stock analysis of Petroleo Brasileiro SA, known as Petrobras. So Petrobras is trading under ticker symbol PBR. This is Petrobras's ADR listing as their American depository receipt. We're taking an updated look at Petrobras today because this was one of the most popular companies that we looked at in 2022. Since we last looked at the business, their stock price has declined. So we also want to look at the fundamentals of the business to understand what this company has done since we last looked at the business. Right now, Petrobras is also paying out a 59% dividend yield. That's based off of their last 12 months worth of numbers. And with a new change in political leadership in Brazil, that could potentially change going forward into the future. So right now, Petrobras is trading for $10.85 per share. Over the last year, their stock price is up under 1%. Over five years, their stock price is up just 6.5%. Over 10 years, their stock price is actually down 46%, so they've nearly been cut in half over this period. And going back prior to the global financial crisis, over the last nearly 18 years, Petrobras's stock price is only up 8%, so under half a percent compounded annually. Keep in mind, though, that this return is not including their dividends, so their average dividend yield over this period would be in addition to this compounded annual return. So right now, Petrobras is trading about $2 above their 52-week low. They're down more than $6 from their 52-week high. Petrobras is a large business. They have a 354 billion Brazilian real market cap which is about 69 billion US dollars. For more background about the company, Petrobras is a Brazilian-based integrated energy company controlled by the Brazilian government. The company focuses on exploration and production for oil and gas in Brazilian offshore fields. Production in 2021 was 2.8 million barrels of oil equivalent a day, which was 83% oil production, and reserves stood at 9.9 billion barrels of oil equivalent, which was 85% oil. At year-end 2021, Petrobras operated 12 refineries in Brazil with a capacity of 1.9 million barrels a day and distributes refined products and natural gas throughout Brazil. Petroleo Brasileiro SA Petrobras was incorporated in 1953 and is headquartered in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. So for our fundamental analysis today, we are performing the select six analysis, taking a checklist style approach of six standard financial metrics to come to a holistic and beginning understanding of Petrobras based off of their business fundamentals. So this analysis is still a work in progress and it's an opportunity to learn in public. So it will continue to improve and get better over time. With that said, let's get right into today's analysis. Starting things off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital over the last five years to be above 14%. And there are two key reasons for this. The first is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. And the second is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns. And these business returns are going to be captured here by return on capital. So Petrobras's return on capital has been increasing over this period. Since 2020, their returns on capital have really spiked as the price of oil has risen. As a state-owned commodity producer, the business is really going to depend heavily on the pricing of the commodities that they're producing. And comparing that to their exploration and drilling costs, Petrobras has benefited from the increase in the price of oil, with the business earning 40% returns on capital over their last 12 months. However, when we average out these previous five fiscal years, Petrobras is returning about 13.6% return on capital in an average year. And while that is solidly above the returns of a typical business, that's just very slightly below that 14% benchmark we were looking for. So unfortunately, this is an X to start things off here on metric number one. Next up for metric number two, here we're taking a high level overview of the growth of their business. So we're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth over the past five years. And this metric is going to be all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these are going to be up for this to be a check, or if even one of these is down, this entire metric will be an X. We'll also be including their last 12 months worth of numbers in our calculations here. During this period, Petrobras has grown their revenues by about 42%, including their last 12 months. 
Their earnings have seen a massive gain. They had negative earnings in 2017, and they had more than $32 billion worth of earnings over their last 12 months. And over this period, their free cash flows have almost tripled. So this is massive growth across the board here for Petrobras. Petrobras has been very cash flow generative over this period, which is great because free cash flow is really the lifeblood of any business. And a business can use its free cash flows to reinvest back in the business, pay dividends, buy back shares, pay down debt, or make acquisitions. So ultimately, a business's abilities to produce free cash flows now and until judgment day discounted back by some reasonable interest rate is what that business is going to be worth. So great to see such strong growth here for Petrobras. This is our first check of the day coming in here on metric number two. Next up for metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at Petrobras on a per share basis. So we're looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years. So we learned that their earnings were up massively over this period. At the same time, their earnings per share are also up because Petrobras has pretty much kept their shares outstanding flat. So over their last 12 months, they earned about $2.50 worth of earnings for each share that they had outstanding, which was far better than they had done in any of these previous years. So this is another check here on metric number three. Metric number four is going to be very similar. Here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years. With strong free cash flows that have nearly tripled over this period and their shares outstanding pretty much flat, this is also strong free cash flow per share growth. Over their last 12 months, Petrobras has earned about $2.83 worth of free cash flow per share. So another check here on metric number four. And through our first four metrics, we have three checks and only one X so far for Petrobras. Then next up for metric number five, here we're evaluating how the business is utilizing debt. So we don't want to be investing in overly levered businesses because during economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are going to be at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. So we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments to be below the amount of free cash flow that they produced over the last five years. Years. So Petrobras ended 2021 with about $47.5 billion worth of net debt. Since then, they've reduced this slightly. Currently, they have about $47.5 billion worth of net debt. And over this last five-year period, Petrobras has earned more than $96 billion worth of free cash flow. That's more than enough free cash flow to be able to support this debt load. So it looks like Petrobras is employing a modest and reasonable amount of debt in their business relative to their abilities to produce free cash flows. And so this is another check here on metric number five. Also worth being aware of over their last 12 months, Petrobras has brought in nearly $37 billion worth of free cash flow, meaning that they'd be able to pay off their entire net debt position with only one and a half years worth of their current free cash flows. So the business has been massively cash flow generative, especially recently. Then our sixth and final metric, the big metric of them all, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this will potentially give us a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury and potentially give us another reason to be interested in Petrobras. We're using the company's total enterprise value because it takes into account both their market cap and their net debt position. And it's going to give us a perspective of the economic reality of Petrobras that's more similar to as if they were a private company. So right now, Petrobras has a $115.5 billion total enterprise value. And we learned that over the last five years, the business has produced $96.3 billion worth of free cash flow, meaning that in an average year, they're producing about $19.3 billion worth of free cash flow. So when we divide their $19.3 billion of their average free cash flow by their $115.5 billion total enterprise value, that gives us about a 16.7% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business. So that is solidly above that 5% mark we're ideally looking for. And on an average basis of their historical free cash flows, this is a check here coming in on metric number six. Again, as mentioned in our previous metric, over their last 12 months, they've earned about $37 billion worth of free cash flow. So to get a current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business, when we divide their $37 billion worth of their last 12 months of free cash flow by their $115.5 billion total enterprise value, 
That gives us about a 32% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the company. So on both an average and a historical basis here, this looks like this would be potentially giving a massive yield that could potentially offer a risk premium in comparison to the yield of the 10-year treasury. So just because this is a check here doesn't mean that you're going to run out and go buy the business. This type of analysis is not financial advice and it's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Instead, it means that it's likely worth your time to dig in and learn more about the company, but you want to consider everything holistically. These metrics are simple, but when they're combined together, they can be powerful, and we're not done quite yet. Then here as a bonus, we're looking at Petrobras's dividend profile. So right now, again, Petrobras currently has about a 58.5% dividend yield, which is a massive yield. However, people make mistakes all the time by blindly chasing dividends, so it's important to stop and look at the underlying fundamentals of a business like we're doing here today, and to look to see whether that company's dividends are well supported by either their free cash flows or their earnings, depending on the type of business. For Petrobras, we want their dividends to be supported by their free cash flows. And that was the case in four of these previous five years. 2019 was the only exception here, although they did decrease their dividend going into 2020. However, since the price of oil has increased since 2020 onwards, not only has the company's returns on capital gone up, their free cash flows have also increased quite dramatically, and they've been paying out quite a bit of these free cash flows as dividends and returning these to shareholders. So that's continued over their last 12 months as well. With a regime change in Brazilian politics, it's potentially likely that the business will not continue paying out such a large amount of their free cash flows as dividends, as it is a stated goal that the company would continue reinvesting into the future. It, either way, it looks like the company's abilities to pay dividends are probably well supported by their cash flows, even if they're going to bounce around due to this being a commodity producing business. So if the price of oil stays higher in the future than it has in the past, then it's likely that Petrobras is at least going to have the cash flows to be able to support these dividends if they so choose to pay them out. Then everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Petrobras which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair value for the business. So a discounted cash flow model is just like any other model in any other discipline. Its outputs are going to be sensitive to its inputs. So here we're starting with an average of their free cash flows over their last five years. And then we're projecting these out into the future based off historical growth assumptions for how the business has been able to grow their free cash flows dating back all the way till 1990. So it's important that you do your own homework here to determine whether or not these potential growth assumptions are going to be accurate or applicable going forward to give us a baseline projected estimate for Petrobras into the future. So if we assume a growth stage over the next 10 years where their average free cash flows grow at a rate of just under 1% annually, then if we assume a terminal stage for the 10 years out after that, if these average free cash flows decline at a rate of 2% annually, if we were seeking a potential 10% rate of return, then it looks like a fair value for Petrobras today is right around $31.60 per share. So please keep in mind a couple of caveats here is one is that this discount rate would be including their dividend yield. It's a little convoluted, but this would not be doubly counting dividends, meaning that their stock price would likely continue to decline if this was made up for with a above average dividend yield like they have right now. Two, there are also a number of reasons why this might not be potentially accurate or applicable going forward for the business. There is the potential for political risk around the business, especially as a state-owned enterprise in Brazil. That's something that you're likely going to want to dig in and learn more about to understand the company in more depth. So please be mindful of the fact that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with the properly licensed and registered legal and financial professionals. In just a minute, we'll talk about our wrap up for Petrobras, but we have to address something first. What are some of the qualitative aspects about this business, especially those around potential key points for a potential long or a potential short thesis of the company? So starting with some of the key points around a potential long thesis for the business, one, with investments to increase diesel production, Petrobras can capitalize on the growing domestic demand for refined products. Recent price revisions by 
by the government should help stem losses. Divestment of half of its refining capacity should high grade the portfolio. Number two, Petrobras's profligate ways are largely behind it with plans for disciplined spending focused on the highest quality assets, deleveraging, and dividends using their surplus cash flows. And number three, the size and quality of the pre-salt reservoirs offer Petrobras a low-cost supply that is unrivaled by any other globally integrated firm. Then for some of the key points around a potential short thesis of the company, number one, Petrobras will resume its past excess spending after the victory of Luis Inacio Lula da Silva in the recent presidential election. Number two, government control implies financial or strategic decisions to benefit the country but could harm shareholders. It also results in a potentially strained relationship as past corruption scandals have demonstrated. And number three, despite abundant resources, Petrobras has struggled to increase production. It has lacked the resources to effectively develop the new discoveries and maintain performance in older fields. So hopefully that offers a balanced perspective around some of the key points for a potential long and a potential short thesis of the company. Now it's time for our wrap up. So in summary, Petrobras checks the box on five out of six of our metrics. They were just very slightly off when it came to their average returns on capital coming just under that 14% benchmark we're looking for. However, their returns on capital over their last 12 months have been pretty stellar at about 40%. The business has experienced very strong growth in their revenues, their earnings, and their free cash flows. And they've experienced this on a per share basis as well as they kept their shares outstanding pretty much flat. Then on both a basis of their current and their average free cash flows, it looks like the company is using a modest amount of debt in their business and that they're able to support this debt load. And when we look at their free cash flow to enterprise value yield and compare that with the yield of the 10-year treasury right now, it looks like both on an average and a current basis that Petrobras is potentially offering us a risk premium there. This is an interesting company to look at. It looks like the company's dividends are pretty well pegged to their abilities to produce free cash flows, although again, this could potentially change with the change in political leadership in Brazil. Then finally, performing a discounted cash flow analysis of Petrobras. If you've done the work and you believe those historical growth assumptions, then it looks like there's a potential margin of safety in Petrobras's current price, as a fair value for the business would be up past $30 per share compared to today's stock price of only $11 per share. So please keep in mind that there are a number of reasons why this might not be potentially accurate or applicable going forward. So again, it's up to you to dig in and learn more about the company. And it's worth reiterating that this type of analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. And before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor. Petrobras as a commodity business is in a cyclical industry that's prone to boom and bust. And oftentimes in some of these boom cycles, things can look very cheap that otherwise might have qualitative factors that are significantly going to drag on the business going forward in the future. This analysis instead serves as a beginning and holistic understanding of Petrobras to help you determine whether or not it's worth your time to dig in and learn more about the company. One resource that will definitely help you stay up to speed with what's going on in the market and help you learn more about the business is Seeking Alpha. Checking out Seeking Alpha directly supports the channel as I'm part of their affiliate program. So most of you probably know Seeking Alpha as a source of community written articles on different stocks. But over the past little while, they've actually become a lot more than that with their new offering, which is Seeking Alpha Premium. Premium has a number of different features where you can track buy, hold, and sell ratings on your favorite stocks. These ratings are from the Seeking Alpha community, Wall Street analysts, and Seeking Alpha's algorithm. You can see earnings call transcripts, investor presentations, SEC filings, and press releases all in one place. You can add your own margin of safety targets and get alerts for when your favorite stocks hit that level. You can get unlimited access to Seeking Alpha articles, and you can take your reading experience based on the type of investor you are. You can get 10 years of financial data on any stock to help you with your analysis. You can also import your portfolio into your Seeking Alpha dashboard to make research
searching easier. And if that didn't convince you, the best thing is that an annual plan is only 99 bucks. That's only 27 cents per day through my referral link down in the description below. Normally premium is $239, but they are currently running a general offer for $119. But if you use my link, it's only 99 bucks. So check it out if you're interested. So as a value investor, you ultimately want to conduct this research as if you're going to own 100% of the business and you can truly understand the ins and outs of the company and understand what's important and what's not important for the company going forward, really learning the essence of the business. So through this deeper research, you'll learn more about the qualitative and the quantitative aspects of Petrobras, and you'll likely be able to determine for yourself what a reasonably appropriate intrinsic value for the company will be. So with that said, that's it for today's fundamental stock analysis of Petrobras, ticker symbol PBR. Again, we are looking at an update of the business today as a follow-up to one of the most popular companies that we looked at in 2022. Howard Marx's Oak Tree Capital Management also has a very small 1% position in Petrobras based off their U.S. holdings, so there is at least one well-known value investor in the business. So if you learned something through today's update on Petrobras and or if you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about Petrobras with me and have a great day.